This show is brought to you by ERN. Find us online at ERNlive.com. Welcome back to Street Run Custom Radio. I have an old friend on the show, and you know what? It always seems like just a week ago, but I think it's been probably two months since we had Mike Copeland. He is the vice president of Lingenfelder, one of the other coolest jobs in the world. I'm jealous. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm wonderful, man. The show's doing all the shows are doing good, and you know you always know you're doing good when you work too much. It's kind of like what you do, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the curse everybody wants. Yeah, you, you dream for this life, and then when it comes, you're like, "What am I doing? I can't even sleep." Because we dream yeah. about cars all night. But well, I uh, tell people all the time, every every phone call and every email is another opportunity. Yeah, you know what I always say? That's what Chip Fu said to me three years ago that touched home. He says, you know, I said, how do you sign all these autographs? He said, you know, Boots, he says, the day I sign my last autograph is the day my career is over. So cherish every autograph like it's your last. I was like, whoa, that should be a T-shirt. Yeah. Killing well, me. <laughs> he's, a, he's a guy that could draw you one, too. So. Oh, he's amazing. So uh, what's going on in your world? Tell me the latest and greatest and all that fun stuff. Well, you know, lots going on still with Corvettes, obviously, but the new Camaro, the new uh, six-gen uh, Camaro is out there and, and getting popular, and uh, so we've been working on a lot of performance packages for those. Mm-hmm. We did the first-ever supercharged car and uh, worked with Magnuson to develop that whole package, and now we've uh, got that out there, and we got a whole bunch more uh, power levels available, and so that's been taking a lot of our time recently. So the new Camaro, I, I, I've got I've to throw a curveball at you. I, I kind of, I, I, the 2010s, 11, 12s grew on me, but the new one, I, I t- talk me into why I like that body style, because I think they squished it down too much. Well, I think you got the wrong guy to try and do that. I know, so. but well, no, I know, but you love them. You're, you're, you're my GM buddy. I mean, I need, I mean, yeah. do, you, do you like well, they them? Did a, they did a really good job. The car's a lot lighter. Uh-huh. So the, the, you know, they've got, they got it down about 300 pounds under what the last car was. Okay. Which is an, a, a huge job to try and do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a little bit a little bit smaller. The, the it's I can't fit in to, it. Yeah, to me it's a little too much like the the last generation. Uh-huh. I mean even even when they're parked side by side, you kind of have to look to see what the difference is. Oh, really? I I, I yeah. the, the squinty grill kind of throws me. Yeah, well, you know, they did that on the uh, standard Camaro for uh, 2014. Right. So 14 and 15 had kind of that squinty headlight grill deal going on. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so they kind of carried that over into the 16, into the new generation. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a good car. I mean, they drive really well. Uh, the performance is good. They have the new direct-injected engine. They got a little more power, you know, when you just get them stock. And uh, it's it's a good piece. You know, now they've already released uh, information on the new uh, 1LE package. So that's the kind of the road race inspired type of car, still the standard motor. And all the rumors are out there that there's a new uh, ZL1 coming and that there's a new mm-hmm. Z28 coming as well. So I mean, so when you sit back, and I know we've had this question before, but for some new listeners, the thing that amazes me the most when it comes to the automobile is the fact that there's V6s on the road from imports to the big three. That have 300 horsepower plus and a V6. I can't sure. wrap my hands around that, and it, it's raw technology. But since well, you you've been doing this for many moons, 
and I mean that nicely, but what did you think? The, what's the biggest, is it direct injection fuel injection? Is it the ignition system? I mean, I, I, I want to be able to explain to somebody why exactly we can get 300 some horsepower out of a V6. Well, the, the fuel injection is really the driver behind it and uh, the computer speed. So being able to put uh, a high-tech fuel injection system that you can control to the finite degree, uh, being able to add variable cam timing and being able to, to do a number of those technology things today is how they really get the power. The amazing piece is that that's 300-plus horsepower V6. Mm-hmm. It's naturally aspirated. I, it's crazy. You know, you put put a pair of turbos on the thing like they do for some of the the cars, like the ATSV, and now you got 450 horsepower. Mm-hmm. And frankly, you know, we've done some testing with those things, and another 50 to 70 horsepower is pretty easy. Right, and yeah. and, it, and and it just it amazes me. I think of a '57 Chevy and how it was iconic that it had 283 horsepower on a 283 cubic inch, and now that's nothing. That means no big deal that you can have more horsepower than cubic inch, but but yeah. but I I think back of how like a '88 Mustang GT had what 160 horsepower, 180. It was it was terrible, and then yeah. the, the mid '70s Corvettes wouldn't fall out of a tree with backwind. <laughs> so yeah, so well, I I had an experience recently. I built a a Grand National for a customer, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a nice Grand National, and you know in their day. Those things were fast. Oh, I mean, my goodness. 86, 87, they were just, a, you know, they were like the car, right? right. I got in this car when uh, I actually picked it up in Texas, and I was driving it uh, for, for a day before I put it on a car hauler. And mm-hmm. I get in this thing, and I stand on the throttle, and it's like, really? This is it? Is something wrong with this car? But there wasn't. It was just, we're, we've come that far. Right. I know. I'm amazed. And I remember I, a friend of mine had a GNX, and I drove it, and I thought it was the fastest car ever. But I've drove it since, and I'm not so impressed. <laughs> well, I, like you say, I remember when one horsepower per cubic inch was right. the target. I hey. mean, everybody said, if you can do that, you're really doing something. And now you guys can take a small block Chevy and a newer Corvette, pretty much, I don't want to to, to disgrace and say bold on stuff but we can say that just for the listeners and make it close to a thousand horsepower right yeah. <laughs> who would have yeah. thought i would love a time machine for a lot of reasons but i'd like to go back and get the engineers from gm when the 265 v8 came out in 55 and say you know what i can make this thing have a thousand horsepower they would probably do a witch hunt on me <laughs> <laughs> yeah well but you have to realize that you know when this when that engine came out in uh, 1955 uh-huh the the predecessor that was the hot rod motor that everybody used was a flathead fork. Yeah. So think about what a technology leap that was. Wow. Well, to well go from valve in block and everything really slow, and then 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 wow, you yeah. know, trying to make a hundred horsepower, and now all of a sudden you've got this, <laughs> this thing that you can make almost three hundred with. Unbelievable. Well, Mike Copeland, vice president of Lingenfelder, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to pick his brains and more because I love talking technical with the guy that knows it all. And that's Mike. You're tuned into Street Ride Custom Radio with your host, Dan Boots Launch Net. We'll be right back after this. This show is presented in part by Haynes, the worldwide leader in automotive and motorcycle repair information for over 50 years. We'll be right back. <laughs> 